This song is a train song. It's a song about a train. Not the Atchison, Topeka. Not the Chattanooga, Choo Choo. Nor the one that leaves at midnight. For the state of Alabama. This song is a train song where the engineer is Uncle Sam. Here comes the freedom train. You'd better hurry down. I'm spitting all over myself. Very little hits the ground. There you go. A little bit of Bing Crosby doesn't know what to do with the freedom train. And here we are, everybody. It is a Monday night. January 5, year 2015. Hello, Patricia. Surprise, we're back. <laughs> Hi, Walden. Hello there. My first trivia question, does anybody know what the Freedom Train's all about? Bing, Bing Crosby and the, the Andrew Sisters had a whole song based upon the Freedom Train. So do you know what that is? 714-545-2055. Patricia, yeah, we're only going to be here until midnight Eastern, so you're planning to think, see we're going to be here af- afterward, you know, Patricia got to get up in the morning, so we got to, we got to get her <laughs> off <laughs> the bed. She has to make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> she has to do that. Yes. That's right. That's and right. you know, when, when we're on during the week, we don't normally hop over to Blue, do we? No, but we have the freedom too. But, uh, but, you know. We can do whatever we want. We can do because I have the buttons. That's right. Yeah. I <laughs> He's have. in control. This is dangerous. So how are you? Fine. It's been a really, really hectic, busy day. Um, I, uh, got up. That's saw, good. Saw, t- saw the world at 10 o'clock or so after I went to bed at 7 o'clock. Uh, you know, Patricia sent me an email. She said, go to bed. You know, especially when she noticed I was seeing her stuff at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Go to bed. I was up at 5.30. <laughs> <laughs> she said, go to bed. And I wrote back, I have and stuff. And I was up at 5.30, and your answer should have been, you go to bed. <laughs> well, I understandable why you're up, but I was busy doing oh, stuff. Really? <laughs> so. Who's there? Who's so, there? Who's there? Who's there? Who's there? Hello there. Mm. Oh, you hung up. Nobody. Man. Maybe 714-545-2071, and we will love to talk to you. Maybe they th- maybe sometimes the LA Times or the Orange County Register call here to want to know if I get the paper. So maybe that's who that was. <laughs> At this hour? Did really <laughs> yes, it? yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. man. We, we don't get a paper delivered seven days a week here. At 2527 Duke Place, Costa Mesa, California. Nine two six two six. You can send all Tushy rolls at the same address. Hello there. You're on there. Walden, that was me. Hi, John. Where were you? I don't know. I I must have hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> this is John in Maryland. Hello, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I just wanted to call and tell you. And I went down to see the Freedom Train. You did tell us about it. Yeah, it's uh, it was Camden Yards. You know where the Oriole Park, right? Camden Yards. That that's a baseball stadium, Patricia. 
that's thank that's you, Walter. <laughs> Was they built? They built Oriole Park, yeah. at the uh, train station. Okay, and that's where I went to see it. I now, think it was nineteen forty. Let's see, let me see. Let me think. About nineteen forty-seven. That's what I have it for. Nineteen forty-seven. John, what was the Freedom Train? What had all the historical documents on the train? They had the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and and uh, surrender papers, and they had all the, the historical papers of the United States. So was it, was it just in one car? Was it in different cars? And did he have a no, it was it was a lot of cars. I stood in line. You know, I went with a school friend of mine, and we went up there, and we had to stand in line. We got up there early, but we still had to stand in line to get in. So did he have to buy a ticket, or was it free for everybody to come? I think it was free. I don't think they charged anything. And so was it was it on the side? In other words, they wasn't they they it wasn't blocking any traffic, right? It was on the uh, what what they right called in, it was right in Camden Yard. Okay, in the, right in the railroad station, and you went from car to car, and uh, they had all the historical documents. So was it in glass case? How did they preserve them? Yeah, they it was all protect in protective uh, cases and all. I'm astounded that they let these things crowded. out. How, how long was the train, and where did it go? From where to where? I don't know what the next stop was. I think it came down from Philadelphia. It might have didn't didn't need to go to Washington because that's where most of the documents came from. I think it went. I I think it went all over the country, Patricia. Yeah, we went all over the country. Gosh, and this was in 1946? 47. 47, yeah. After the war, and it had the surrender papers. Who, who, oh, I'm just astounded that all of these incredibly valuable documents were out traveling around the country. Well, I think probably there was a remodeling job being done in one of the buildings, and so Uh they put all these documents in storage. I'm just guessing. I, I, that's what I think yeah. I've heard. They decided yeah, what to. What a wonderful thing for the American people! What a wonderful thing to make me erect thinking about. <laughs> but I, I, I imagine it took a year to get through to go through all over the country. I don't know. Oh, it was, gosh. Okay. It was right, well advertised, and when it came it when it came to town, we had a couple, a friend of mine. We we went up on the streetcar, and we had to transfer a couple times to get down. But don't go exactly to Camden Yards. We had a walk maybe four or five blocks. Well, you ever, because you live so close, before 1947, did you ever see any document before? Or was this uh, the first time you got a chance to see some of this stuff? That that was the first time, because during the war, you, well, you could get in some of the, the federal buildings uh-huh. in Washington, but the, the thing was, to get there, I had no way of getting there. That's right. For, that, that's right. People. No way. If you remember, a lot of the trains. It was hard to get a train passenger ticket because most of that was all for the soldiers, right? Right, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't. You couldn't. Uh, there was no way that we could get there to see those. And I told you, I got cheated when the uh, when the New York World's Fair. They didn't have room in the car for me. So my brother, he was the oldest he got to go. I didn't hear that story. Tell that story. 
Yeah, I, I, I think I told you that before. No, was that the 39-World Fair or the 40-World Fair? Which one was that? 1940 World's Fair. They didn't have room in the car for them because they had... Let's see, they had, <laughs> I think they had nine nine people in there. So did you but in them days, the mm-hmm. cars they had cars that would fit nine people. <laughs> they had, the, the, the seats in back, there was two rows of seats in back and a front seat, and one faced the other direction. Can picture that in your mind. Wow! So you had two back, in the front, the people, and then in other words, the, people right, in the back seat. John, feature. were there two in the front then, and three in each of no, the back seats? The, the cars, when I grew up, all the cars, uh, you could get three in the front. Three. Okay. So wow. So it was three, three, and there three. There were nine people, and they didn't have room for me, so I didn't get to. Aww. So how did how did brought they... me back some souvenirs? I remember they brought me back. Uh, I forget what they called the uh, the model, the, the round ball and the sphere. I forget what they called that. I don't know. Most people most people know that the World Fair, I think in nineteen thirty nine, was in two locations: New York and in San Francisco. And yeah. then it came back the following year in New York. It was. Uh, Trying to think of the name of the place where it was. Uh, I think it's now where it used to be where um, Shea Park, where the Mets played. That's I think that was yeah, the yeah. the fair is where they had the the New York Fair. But I'm I'm trying to think of the area that that was called. I, there's a na- there was a name for it. I just don't remember it anymore. Exhibition Center or something like that. No, it was uh, free something. Oh, I'm I'm stretching my brain too. I just don't know off. I don't remember off. It's been so many years. I have a couple of broadcasts from the World Fair. I have a Jack Teagarden band remote that was there for closing night in October 31, 1939. And I also have one where um, they would have female swimmers that like synchronized swimming. Oh, gee. They were doing synchronized swimming in the 30s. In fact, I think, um, wasn't John Weissmiller and one of the other famous Olympian female singers were star swimmers that they would be on display with their swimming techniques at the World Fair? Would that be Esther Williams? No, I don't Helen something. Helen something else. I don't. I don't remember, but Esther. Well, you know what the famous story about Esther Williams was in the 30s? She was scheduled to... I think she was scheduled to be in the Olympics. She yeah. was, yeah. And I think she, she decided... Didn't to make, she didn't go because she got pulled off the team because I think she was drinking champagne on the boat over. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, gee. It was something like that. No, I can't remember the entire... I have to look it up, but something like that. Oh, gee. Boy, you talk about rules and regulations. Okay, I got some poop on the Freedom Train. All right. There's a Freedom Train. Better hurry down. It's just like a Paul Revere coming into your hometown. Oh, very good, John. Yeah, I can kind of remember the words. It was very well publicized, and when it came to town, everybody in town went to see it. Wow. There were thousands it, it, of people. Terry Truman initiated it. Okay. And it ran through 50 states. Nope. Wait a minute. We didn't have 50 then. 
Somebody made a boo-boo. The only train to ever operate in every state and did so using 52 different railroads. And it ran from September 17, 1947 through January 22, 1949. There you are. Wow, 15 months. Wowzers. Wowzers. Did it say what was on display? At, at Freedom... At freedomtrain.org, there's a whole history and pictures of the train, and it's really cool. Yeah. What? Every, everything's on the internet. I know, and I trust this one because it's, it's titled The Story of the 1947 to 1949 Freedom Train. And it's got the timeline and the roster and galleries and memorabilia and everything like that there. Can you, can you read off some of the memorabilia on the train? Oh, sure. Hold on. Let me see what's here. Memorabilia. Um, award from the American Heritage Employee Relations Committee <laughs> competition. Let's see. On paper. Um, no, that's not right. 40 documents of the Freedom Train. That's what we want, right? Yeah. Okay. 40 documents. 42 documents. She's John remembers all 40 of them. Doesn't have to list. What's wrong with these people? Uh-oh. 42 documents of the Freedom Train. Let's see. Oh, there. I have to blow this up. <laughs> I well, don't remember I'm, I'm anymore. Kind of, I'm kind of struggling here because it's an original document and it's a little bit fuzzy. Okay. If not, we can put this for the agenda for them all because Patricia's going to well, be back. the Jefferson Rough Draft of the Declaration of Independence, the wow. petition of the National Women's Suffragette Society, letter by Christopher Columbus, um, predetermination of the unlimited national emergency. What the heck is that? <laughs> Walden would know that. Well, oh, the proclamation. Had, I'm sorry. They had explanation of an unlimited national emergency. Thomas Jefferson's oh. statement of the rights of the colonists. Paul Revere's commission as a messenger. Oh my goodness! I will put all of these in a document and read them off tomorrow. Yeah, there that should 42 be forty-two of them. It is just incredible! Wow! All that good stuff. Oh, yes, that, that and it's be got fun. a freedom pledge that went along with it. It looks like this is reproduced from some kind of a program, or it's it's a it's an actual document with uh, just a scan of the actual document. And there's a freedom pledge that went along with it. I am an American, a free American, free to speak without fear, free to worship God in my own way. And it goes on for a couple of more lines. It's just incredible that this happened. So I bet John must have saw it fairly early in the trip. Wouldn't you think, John? Because you must have saw it somewhere in 47. Yeah, it 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 wasn't cold out. I can remember that. Yeah. A timeline. It doesn't have the train stops. It must have them somewhere here. Memorabilia galleries, roster. Santa Fe. I'll tell you all of the railroads. <laughs> doesn't tell where they stopped. I'll see if I can find a different a different site. Oh anyway, that okay. we'll, we'll we'll go more in depth on the freedom train tomorrow. But I thought when I heard that yeah. song, we, we'll I thought that would get, be a good way to kick off tonight's show. I'll say, yeah. wow, 
This is really incredible. I did not know. I've heard the song about the Freedom Train. I did not know anything about it. Thank you for asking, Walt. John, how's the weather in Maryland today? We're going to have snow tomorrow. Holy cat. Benches were supposed to get tomorrow. I talked to Martin Grams today to record, and he said on Wednesday it's supposed to be a minus nine in Pennsylvania. That's one for stuff. Uh, this is going to be here tomorrow. 85? 83? 83? 83, yes. Oh, oh. Thursday is going to get cold. It's only going to get to 68. You're going to have to bundle up before you step outside tomorrow, Patricia. You, what's more? No, tomorrow's 83. <laughs> <laughs> Thursday is 68. <laughs> I can wear people no, clothes tomorrow. That's true. Yeah, I think the front. I think it's it's going to snow tomorrow, and then uh, Wednesday. I think it's going to get real cold. Uh-oh. Oh, gee, John, that's terrible. <laughs> well, I, we, my wife and I, we just stay home. We don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, that's why we have a home. That that way, you don't we don't have to go anywhere. There'll be somewhere. Right. Did that make any sense? <laughs> I mean, we had a doctor appointment today. But I think next week we got about three doctor appointments. <laughs> that can keep everybody busy. Yeah. That's why you have to go. With, you have to go somewhere to be somewhere to see somebody. Yeah. Do I talk in riddles or do I not talk in riddles? I I, I think I'm lost. <laughs> I did I did go to the post office today, Walden. You did. Yeah. Oh, thank you, John. And I I sent something in the mail for. I don't know when you'll get it. <laughs> well, I bet maybe this year. Yeah, it'll be this year. <laughs> but I got it in the mail this year. Oh, thank morning. you, John. We had to go some. We had first. We had to go to the foot doctor. My wife's diabetic, uh-huh. and she's got to go about every three or four months to the foot doctor. And we got a new insurance provider, and we didn't have a uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Secondary? From our, we needed to get a recommendation from our... Uh, oh, uh, a, gate, a gatekeeper? A re- yeah, a referral. Referral. That yeah. We didn't have... And uh, we went to our doctor, and he said, the girl there said it take, it would take about uh, uh, five days. <clears throat> so we had to cancel that appointment. Well, uh, I got to go to our general practitioner... This week, and my wife goes to the general practitioner next week. <laughs> yeah. They keep their kids uh, in college, John. Oh, my. Don't get old. Yeah. John, what's your zip code? Uh, 21040. 21040. Hmm. Wait. Hold on. Don't go away. 210. That's an area code for... What area code? Two, I'm trying to remember. That's also a phone number, a phone number area code for somewhere in the country, and I can't remember what. Okay. John, see, the, yeah. the really bad news is that you're 25 degrees right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow, your high will be 30. That's when it's supposed to snow. And, yes, that's what it says. And then Wednesday, your high will be 25. 
This is the yeah. kind of stuff that makes you want to not go anywhere. Good grief. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to go anywhere. Wow. I'll, I'll listen to USA all day. Thank you, John. <laughs> Good for you. Okay. Well, Tuesday, which is tomorrow, you can expect one to three inches of snow, according to the weather underground, which is a pretty... A pretty good active type See, thingy. Yeah. But that's all right. I haven't seen snow from for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's a wonderful attitude. I'm not in. sure I share it, but it's a wonderful attitude. So, okay, John. Well, thank you for calling. And we'll be here tomorrow and Wednesday. Well, and I'll probably give you a call tomorrow. Yeah, be good. Out. I just don't remember anymore all the, all the documents we looked at. Well, I think they you had did... people narrating, you know, and telling you what each, and they had little descriptions. Wow. With each yeah. document. Well, Patricia can do her homework. And also, I'd like to see all the cool bands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do any homework. You're not. Yeah. Nope. Are you going? Are you going on strike? Yep. Sure am. Well, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I will do my homework, though. That, uh, with the Freedom Train? Yeah. Wowzers, that is just so neat to know. I'm glad, somebody, no put, I'm glad somebody put together a website about that. Yeah, I wish I had correct, not correct, <laughs> I wish it had more information. But it's, it's broken out very nicely, and I'll see if I can find something that gives us a real timeline sure. of dates sure. and stuff like that. And that'll be fun. Well, thank you, John. You behave yourself okay. and stay warm. We'll talk tomorrow. Okay, I'll probably talk to you tomorrow. All right, John. Thanks, be good. John. I'll stay good warm. Night. Please do. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 714-545-2071. I'm Walton Hughes. I'm here in Costa Mesa, California. Uh, Patricia from Florida is here in Florida. I'm I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be if she ever if she ever moves from Florida, it's gonna be very confusing. Patricia from Florida in some other state, it can be very confusing if she. Uh, yeah, when uh, I signed in in the chat room, uh-huh. I used to sign in Patricia in Florida. I know. And so now everybody knows Patricia, so I don't need the Florida anymore. You know, well, Patricia become well. She, you're so famous that everybody. <laughs> You can just go by first names, you know? Like Madonna yeah. and Cher yeah. and Patricia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really important people go by, by first names only. That's right. Hello there, Carl. You're all with the one and only Patricia. I'm confused. What day of the week is it? Well, let's it see. It seems like a Saturday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, it was a Saturday, and Patricia and I were late by three hours on Saturday. Were you really? Yeah, we were, and I thought you would call and give us a scolding. Well, I tuned in, and I heard, like, uh, gosh, the Statler Brothers yeah. uh, interview, huh? and then I heard, what, what, there was something else. Janet Jordan? I thought, I thought someone was sick. I thought, well, they must be, they must be not near a microphone. Well, Aww. it's true. We weren't well, near a microphone. Thank thinking of us, and it was nice that, um... You called <laughs> to make sure we were okay. But, when, but you had to work the next day. No, you didn't. Did you have to work Sunday? This is Dan in Indiana, by the way, our reference librarian who is just full of information, and we ask him questions all the time. Dot, dot, dot. I'm full of information, absolutely. Uh, You're full I had, of it, yeah. I had, 
I had one grant I was finishing up, and I've got another grant due uh, coming up on the 15th, so I kind of have been burning the mid... Are, are, are you going to write a grant for Patricia and I to attend the big event, the big Civil War event someday? Well, that might be in the works. Okay. We could put you down as uh, media. Yeah. Media representative. Patricia could do play-by-play at the Civil War baseball game. She sure could. I know it. She sure could. I knew something like that was coming. I just knew it in my heart. (laughs) All right, miss. It's going to get down to 68 degrees. You know know how cold it's going to get here Wednesday night? How about taking a wild guess? He sounds so invigorating speaking in those terms, Patricia. I don't know. Tell me your zip code. Oh, gosh. How about four? That's near you. Four. Seven. Four, seven. One, one, two. One, one, two. By the way, everybody, on a Saturday, Patricia was not playing hooky. I was. I went to John and Lori Gaffman's surprise birthday party. Oh, boy. And so they had a hundred people that they had no idea was showing up. So we, I would wait three hours doing that stuff. So, but Patricia and I and did. It wasn't do, my fault. It wasn't. And Patricia and I did do two hours that night. When are they going to give you keys to drive this? Yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. You need. You need to get on Skype. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, Bill told me one time, not very long ago, I, actually, I think we were on the air. I called in uh-huh. one night on a Thursday night. He was by himself, and I guess it was about two weeks ago, and he said, yeah, we have to get you set up and, and get you connected to Texas so you can come on. And I thought, oh, mama me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Are you going to trust me with buttons? No, no, no. <laughs> See, see, we wouldn't have to listen to Patricia reruns. See, that's why. See, that's why this relationship Patricia and I have worked so well. He I'm, got all the buttons. I got I'm all the buttons for it. And Patricia just and Patricia just says, "Who got the button?" And she knows I have the button, so that's how He's this. Got week. all the buttons. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not it's going no. to infringe on that territory. Mm-mm, no way. We could put your beautiful voice on no. on on <laughs> on a microphone, and though I can play with the buttons. Say what? I know. Say that again. I mean, put, should, put we, me on. We and, could put and your. Bu- no, 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 no. We could put your beautiful voice on a microphone, and I can still play with the buttons. Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a clue what you just said, but it sounds good. Well, in other words, we could still have. We could just do. I could still be responsible for all the buttons. Mm-hmm. I would just put you on a microphone with your voice. This isn't good enough? It is. I, look. I'm you, just, want, you want me on Skype with an official microphone no, in front of me, I'm right? No, I, I am just grateful to have you anywhere you want to deliver the package. All right. Well, I'm going to make a commitment on the air. Before the end of 2015, I'll be on Skype. <laughs> Oh, dear me. Oh, dear me. So, Dan, yes. Didn't John or Larry say that Patricia could be mobile if she had an iPhone or some kind of phone? Uh, Yes. Yeah, that's right. Patricia could be traveling the world doing remote broadcasts. See? Right. Somewhere outside my apartment door. (laughs) She could sit there and sit by by the ducks and describe all the ducks on her pod. (laughs) 
interview my ducks, dear me. You, you could do synchronized duck swimming. There you go. <laughs> synchronized duck swimming, that's good. Do you know, speaking of ducks in their pond outside, and it's a sizable pond, we must have easily a dozen really big turtles that come out and sun themselves during the day sometimes when it's warm. They're big. They're about the size of dinner plates. That's a big turtle. Send them up. And I have no idea what kind they are, and I will not go check. Are you going to go interview them and ask them? Uh, Yeah, right. Snapping turtle. Do you know a snapping turtle can take your finger off? Oh, yes. Very well. Wow. So I'm not going to now, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Can you identify yourself, please? Wait a minute. Now, no, Dan, now, Dan, and Dan, you're absolutely right. Today it was 25 degrees high, high 25 degrees. And on Wednesday, it will be 14 degrees high. This is terrible. And, keep, and keep going. Okay. Keep going for Wednesday night. What does it say there? One degree. Uh, is it going to be worse? It had a heat wave. Okay. Yes. Um, actually, I gave you the wrong zip code. Uh, let's. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I. All right. I'm. I'm in Metro. <laughs> Give us your right yeah. zip code. Type in four. Okay. Type in four seven one six six. What happened? Well, that won't say the right name on it, will it? Now, I think well, it's like a to... neighboring town. Okay. They're, they're calling for two below that night. Okay, I'd like to get back to the turtles. Yeah. Alden, you're gone. Hello there. I can't hear you. Okay, is that better? Did you make your buttons? Yes, again? I played with my buttons, yes. I did. All right, turn it up. Okay. All right. Hello there. Is this better? That's better. Okay. Okay. I was playing we with can my hear button. you now. Okay. Now I want to go back to the. Tr- oh, I want to go back. To, I want to go back to the turtles. Can you still hear me? Yes. Okay. Now, Dan. Yes. I have a trivia question. Yes. How may I help you? Which one of the three of us? <laughs> which one of the three of us have have petted a a lion paw? Well, a mountain lion. It's a, a, mountain mountain, lion. a mountain lion paw. I would say Patricia. So. She's brave enough to pet mountain lions, but she's not. Yeah. Gonna, she's not going to walk down and look at a turtle for us. No. Well, okay. I mean, to her defense, no. have you ever seen a turtle like uh, up close and how they can like bite off? Well, they... I haven't seen a snapping turtle. I seen really, I seen what you know, slow moving turtles as a kid and big. They have you long might... necks. They can. Stretch and it's it's kind of scary what they can do. Yeah, some okay. of them are okay. pretty mean. We're too, here though. in the zip code that you gave me. We're down to thirteen during the day on Wednesday and zero at night. Yes, Dan, you're having zero. a heat. You're going to have a heat wave. It's not going to be minus one. You're going to be zero. Gee whiz! Oh, oh joy! Oh joy! It's going to be fifteen tonight. Gee whiz! Hey, Martin, Martin Graham could be minus nine. Just feel how lucky you're going to be. Yes, I am lucky compared to that, and I, I'm grateful for just getting to zero or two below. I mean, it's getting pretty terrible up there. Really I'm sure terrible. up in the Dakotas, the Dakotas it's going to be horrible. 
Patricia was in a compound with a black bear, too. Those were in her stupid days. She was brave. No, stupid. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You, 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 your sister said you're the most, you're the smartest person she ever know. Did she say that? Yes, she did. She said that on the air last, last Saturday while, while we were waiting for you. Okay, smart the... and stupid can still go together. <laughs> <laughs> what were you, personal assistant to Marlon Perkins or what? <laughs> no, I was going for my stupid degree. <laughs> no, I was I was doing nature articles and um, getting up close and up front with nature seemed to be the right thing to do. I was to call Patricia Rowe up close and personal. Up close yeah. and personal, yes. It was not it was not really an experience that went according to Hoyle with the mountain lion, but but that's okay. You remember to touch her you remember uh you remember Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom? You know, I Marlon sure do. Perkins had Jim, you know. Wrestling the alligators. <laughs> now, uh, Mar- Marlon Perkins is always back in the studio. Jim jumps and Jim. in the water and wrestles the alligators. Poor <laughs> Jim. Who was Jim? Who was Jim and what ever happened to Jim? Jim oh, Power. Power? I, I Power? I mean, he's, he still does. Uh, he may have just retired, but he was doing... TV appearances, you know, uh, I think he was with the San Diego Zoo, but I could be wrong. I wonder if he has a website. Maybe we can have him on the show. Yes. Patricia and Jim can compare notes. Absolutely. (laughs) I think think he did things a lot smarter than I did. They can can compare bad uh, nicknames for Marlon Perkins. Yeah. (laughs) Bad experiences, yeah. Oh, jeez. That was really fun with the, you know, with the with the mountain lion. Uh huh. And it was really nice. And she was in a compound, except she was really ticked that we were there, and I didn't know it. I want to tell. <laughs> I want to tell. I want to tell all nature lovers said, that. You know, I should have really realized that she's in heat. Oh my god! <laughs> this, this is not good, Jim. You own this cat. <laughs> Well, better her than you, maybe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is not the time to tell me that, you know. Cat's flying in front of the in front of the gate and just was not going to budge. And the two of us are in there saying, okay, okay. And I'm behind, I'm, forgive me, I've probably told this story. And the guy is, is in the compound and he's got his arms spread, you know, like spread eagle. And he said, just stay behind me, stay behind me. I said, no problem. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. But um, it, it was really a nice experience. Oh, as long priceless. as it's in my past. Priceless. What? And okay, now, um, how old were you at this point in your life? Were you 20? <laughs> were you a teenager? Were you in 30? Old enough to know better. Old enough, enough. to know better. He was over 18, rest assured of that. 18 plus. Yeah. yeah, I was over 18. Oh, gosh. How about that? Yeah. Well, that yeah. sounds like fun. Uh, you know, I want to tell people, uh, if you're worried about wildlife, uh, we are now having armadillos move into the area. We oh. have had several sightings of bobcats, and uh-huh. there was even a mountain lion killed over around uh, Lexington. They think the mountain lion might have been someone's pet that got loose. Wow. Yeah. So, how, how was did did 
they hunt it down and shoot it, or was it hit by a car? How did it die? What, the mountain lion? Yes. Yeah, uh, police were called. Uh, they had a, sight, a, a few sightings of the mountain lion, and it was uh-huh. getting to be dark, and there were there was a school in the area, and they, they didn't want a chance, you know, someone getting attacked by this um, mountain lion. They thought that if it was a pet, that it might be, you know, not afraid of people. Mm-hmm. So they didn't really have much of a choice. They, they decided to put it down. They don't believe it was a wild mountain lion that mm. far from the... Uh, yeah, you know, from Eastern yeah. Kentucky, but uh, you know, but bobcats are something. There's been at least three sightings of bobcats here, and they're big. There was one sighting of a bobcat, and it stretched the uh, length of a uh, pickup truck bed. A bobcat? A bobcat? Yes. That's enormous. That is an enormous bobcat. The one was hit by a, a truck or car, and they put it in the back of a pickup truck, and, and you know, it, it was a sad situation, but, you know, it's like uh, no one really expected bobcats. This, These are all, you know, within the last, you know, four or five weeks. I don't know why the bobcats are coming in here unless they, you know, just are finding, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, food sources. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm astounded at the size. What, what, oh, dear. Did they take pictures of this thing so that you could see it? I think, uh, yeah, I saw it on Facebook. I imagine you could probably Google it and find it online. I'll I'll try to find a picture and send it to you. You know, I have never heard of a bobcat that size. Holy cats. It was a pretty large bobcat. Shoo. I don't know. We shall see. Oh now, are you having snakes in Florida? Are you having pythons? Well, I heard talk and rumors. Yeah, pythons but... and, and a couple of boas are out there as well in the Everglades. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really a shame. <clears throat> and I don't know if it was a result of Hurricane Andrew that ripped through in the late 1990s, I think, maybe 99, 98, and it destroyed everything, including pet stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's one there's one thought that they might have, um, you know, because everything was water, and eventually it flowed back into the Everglades, and the hurricane tore through the the Everglades and really did a very destructive strip through there. And the thought is that maybe it was the result of animals and snakes getting loose because the pet stores and pet and houses and stuff were all destroyed. And then of course there's the the thought, and it sounds more likely that people had these things as pets and decided when they got to be six or seven feet long, they weren't exactly the pet, you know, and they let them loose in the Everglades, and they're reproducing fabulously. You know, we had an alligator over here in one of our creeks. Someone turned loose, and one day, you know, November, it was either the last year or year before, it was just up there, you know, sunning itself on a log on a warm November day now. I don't know what happened when oh. it got it turned cold, but it's like Indiana should not be, you know, a spot for alligators. No, no, somebody, somebody should not do that. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> yeah, we we do terrible things with exotic pets, you know. That's right. I, is Indiana known for trotters? 
in terms of horses. I remember uh, there was a luxury of theater called Back Home in Indiana, and it talked about trotters, horses that were trotters. It, it, yeah, harness racing, Indiana was uh, quite a site for harness racing. Huh. In fact, we still have harness racing down at our uh, fairgrounds okay. during the summer. But, you know, a lot of the harness racing tracks have closed. Uh, like there was one in Louisville called Louisville Downs. That was bought out by Churchill Downs. Okay. Yeah, there, there were, I don't know if there's many uh, harness racing tracks anymore, I think. You know, horse racing in general has had a hard Yeah, it has. Hard. Well, wasn't there some out in California? Yes, harness yes, racing uh-huh. Tracks? Yeah, here in Orange County, Los Alamitos, they had harness racing. Are they still operating, or have they closed? Um, occasionally you'll see them run, but it's not a mm, big part. It's not like mm-hmm. the thoroughbreds. Or uh, occasionally this track would have Arabian horses. Uh-huh, yes. And Abarusha. Mm-hmm. But occasionally you have some harness racing. So I was just... And I thought a trotter was different than a, um, you know, one day we used for the harness race. But I guess it's the same type of horse. They use trotters for, for the harness racing, yes. Yeah. Yes. There was a harness racing track or racetrack in New Jersey. Yes. I think it was, Ma- was it, does it say Monmouth? Ma- that Ma- right? Yes, right, Monmouth Park. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's still there. And it's still and, there. And I think in England or in Europe, they have the horse that, that jump, the steeplechasers. Yes. The, you oh. know, the, the ones that jump mm-hmm. over uh-huh. water and mm-hmm. and poles. And those, those horses are running over two and a half miles, I think. And then mm-hmm. the kind of horse that Christopher Reeve fell off. That's right. They stopped short and he went buns over tea kettle. That's right. And landed on the back of his neck. Oh, gosh. Okay, here's, here's a piece of information for you. Expect to see more bobcats. It's the most abundant wildcat in the United States and has the greatest range of all native North American cats. How about that? See? See? So you're going to Nothing. get more. It's just a head and body, um, tip to tail, tip to, you know, the end of the tail. Not, I mean the beginning end of the tail, just the body yep. and the head. It's from 26 to 40, 41 inches. So the one that you saw really was a very large cat. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the weight is 11 to 30 pounds. So, you know, it's not a huge cat by end. It's a beautiful cat. I mean, they're, they're just so pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. But um, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. Well. I've heard that there's been sightings of bears up here, too. we got lots of bears here. Do you really? Uh-huh. Black bears, yeah, we do. Black bears? Yeah, and and they kind of take liberties every once in a while. There was a black bear that, that was taking a nap in somebody's hammock <laughs> not very long ago. <laughs> I believe it was up in the Orlando area. We've had a couple roaming around here on occasion. But um, you know they're they're not aggressive, or they haven't been anyway. And where but, does the black bear sleep? Anywhere he wants to. <laughs> I know, I know. It's really we had one roaming around a condominium community one morning. The poor guy went out to work and wound up facing a bear. 
and the wildlife people figured it was a young male looking for new territory. Uh-huh. And at night, he found this wonderful garden place and full of flowers and everything. Unfortunately, it was the backyard of a condominium community. So Wasn't there a story, I remember woods. a story years ago that uh, they found a bear inside of a Volkswagen. He was looking for a place to sleep, and he decided to go inside of a Volkswagen to sleep. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. No. They can tear, honest to goodness. I don't know. What, is it grizzly bears they have in Yellowstone or right. places the, like that? Yeah, the grizzly bears are up there, right. Yeah, okay. They'll tear doors right off cars. My my uncle, my dad's middle brother, he was six four he chased a grizzly bear. My dad he chased the bear? Yes. He they were they were my brother my uncle was camping at Yellowstone National Park. Uh-huh. And Herb was six four could weigh three uh, weigh three hundred pounds and not carry it. Uh he carried it very well. And so this bear came looking for the food near the icebox, and my uncle decided to grab a stick and chase the bear. And, you know, I'm, I don't mean to be disparaging against your relatives, but that wasn't the brightest thing in the world to do. I know, but, you know, it, 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 he is responsible for finding a lot of the main famous oil fields in the Middle East. Well, he couldn't find them if the grizzly bear had killed them. Good grief. He was also hit by lightning twice and survived. Not once, not twice. once but twice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, Which golfer got hit by lightning twice? Lee? Was it Lee Trevino? It was Lee Trevino. Oh, Very good. Maybe just how did one. You know, how did I know that? Never mind. You know everything, Patricia. Never mind. You know everything. Uh-uh. Never mind. I carry your golf bags everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Show is nothing if not educational. That is true. Where else would we could talk about Grateful Bear, Lee Trevino, and the Freedom Train all on the same night? All Trust the me. Same, and and freezing cold temperatures right. and bobcats and stuff like that. There. That's right. Now, if you, right. you get too if you get too warm in Florida, just head north. That's right. Head north for the winter, <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> She did that. She went east for the winter uh, last week or whatever that was, two weeks ago. Last well, week. I, I, I wonder how cold it's going to get for Barbara. I bet they'll be down around 30 for Barbara. Yeah, I just checked. It's 38 up there right now. Yeah. I, she's living in an igloo, right? She's not going to go outside, right? Mm, no, I mean up in, in Gulf Breeze where we were. Yeah. For Christmas, it, it's 38 right now. What about? And that's still in Florida. What about it's hard Alabama? For people to to get their arms around. If you travel from the end of the Panhandle that goes, you know, you go north on the state, and then there's this little strip that goes toward the west. And if you start at the at the westernmost point of Florida and go down to Key West, it's over 600 miles. Is it really? I mean, yeah. uh, what is it? Eight hours? Is it ten oh, hours? My goodness. Oh, my goodness, more than that. More than that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it takes a couple of hours to get from here to Key West. Several hours, in fact. I, I haven't done it for a while. I, I would guess about three hours just from here to Key West. Do they have, a, do they have like a bike race or anything across the state of Florida or anything? Like, you know, some states like Iowa, there's a famous bike race they mm-hmm. have across Iowa. Is there anything... Where they have a competition where they try to travel 600 miles in Florida? Not that I know of. I uh-huh. know that individual communities have 
all day bike races. Okay. Where they go out and they they put in six, however mm-hmm. distance you can travel in six hours, but it's it, it's within a confined area. There's nothing long distance that I know about. There might be, but I don't know about it. So, okay, Dan, we're we're going to say good night. We will be here tomorrow. You call us tomorrow, and we need to let a couple of minutes for some folks to give us a call. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I enjoyed uh, talking to Dr. Mike uh, last night. It was really informative. He, he did very good. Thank to you, Jim, and Russell. Russell from Canada called. We haven't heard from Russell in a while. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, kept Mike Mike up till 4 in the morning. Like Ooh, almost I, Patricia Howard's. I, I heard a part of it on the replay today, and, and it's like, uh, you know, it seemed like it did go on. I couldn't stay that you long. You couldn't stay? Yeah. I had to stay. <laughs> Patricia knows I had to <laughs> stay. Right. I, got e- she, I sent her emails that afterwards. Right. Uh, and I told you to go to bed, and it was 2.30 out there. I know. And it was 5.30 here, and I said for you to go to bed, and what did you, what did you tell me? I said I had stuff to do. You didn't tell me to go to bed. No. Because I, 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 now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? <laughs> wait a minute. What? If I said, Patricia. Yes, Walton. Well, time for go to bed. Would you have done it? Sure. Okay. All right. I'll remember that. Because yours was my last email for tonight anyway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan, please stay warm. And maybe I we'll sure get will. to talk to you tomorrow. We'll talk tomorrow. All right. Take care. Okay. You too, Dan. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. We are live. Bill and Mike are gone for another week or so. So we'll be doing the show this week and at least Monday of next week before Mike comes back. Uh, so put that in the calendar. Bill and Bill Bragg and Mike Handy are scheduled to be back Tuesday, January the 13th. You're 2015. And we'll be here. I'm Wong Shoes with the buttons. And over there, it's the mouse of the sow, Patricia. Hello there. I'd like to be the mouse, way, not the mouse, but I'm the mouse. You're the mouse. Who's there? Hi, Ron. Hi, and way over here, it's 12 degrees. Right? Well, uh, uh, Ron in Illinois. How are you doing? Cold. Cold. And happy that you have a furnace. Very happy that I have a furnace. Thank you. My goodness. What he would had you... the erect last year because he was living on the, with the wing and a prayer on the furnace that yep. he had, and it was getting Where colder would... and colder. Ron, what case scenario? If the furnace would have gone out, would you have just moved in with one of your sons, or would you have just, you, you and Jackie would have gone to a hotel? What do you think you, you guys would have done for one night, just in case? Well, I've got a couple of uh, a couple of little electric heaters here. And it okay. Be, so, and I think that probably would have done. In fact, one night last year we had to use one of them in the bedroom, and it was fine. So you put up in you would put up in the bedroom. You guys would just hunt out there, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I've been busy today, as you can see. Yeah, you've been very busy. <laughs> You're doing stuff. Did, did you look at any of that? I looked. At, I looked. I looked, and I'm really grabbing all of them. And all right. thank you for doing that. Well, let's see. We should tell Patricia what we did here. Sure. We have now. In the system, Patricia, the top 100 uh, hits of the year from Billboard magazine for the years 1956 to 1975. Well, how cool is that? Ron, Ron was listening to us on a music thing last week, so he decided to help us out. Oh, and you know what happened? What's that? Tell well, me. Well, you know, you know that 
that uh, that after after uh, after I was on, mm-hmm. you really got into some music stuff, and I'm I'm trying to mentalepathy answers, and you weren't getting them. <laughs> well, that's a problem. What, I, what were the questions? We were talking about um, the beat members you were giving us. You were, in 1964, 65, you were asking us what was the six hits the Beatles had. Uh-huh. And we were struggling. Ron probably knew all that's, of them. Okay, that's it. Okay. You know, so all that... that Ron, did you know all the answers, Ron? I did, and I'm trying to give you answers, and you weren't listening to me. Yeah, we weren't listening. We weren't... No, con- you weren't. It was just John, Larry, I, and whoever. If, 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 if Patricia asked you if... Uh, if, if the subject came up about Love is Blue, you could actually punch it up and play it so she could hear it. That's true. That would be, that, that, that is true. You have wiped out all my fun. Oh. It's, it's, oh. it's one of the few times I got to stick these guys, and now look what you did. <laughs> well, see, it's a good thing I wasn't there because you would have stuck me. Oh, boy. Okay, so tell me one more time what you have uploaded that we can listen to. Every. Uploaded. The top 100 hits for every year from 1956 to 75, true 75. Every, the top 100 song each year. What a crummy thing to do. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I know you're not. I'm not. Now I have to go find something else to stick them with. Well, it doesn't mean that we know the answer, though, Patricia. We might have, our, we might have the toy, but not know how to use them. You see, that's it. Yeah, and maybe you do. You're, you're probably safe. Well, you know me. I don't know anything past 1960. You know that. But, yeah, but... See, yeah, but... I, I expect to hear some of these from time to time. Okay. Now, I really... All right. Well, we got him all right now. Okay, he was busy working by the computer all day. I was sweeping. Right. You know. Uh-huh. People know I sleep sometime. Yes, yes. Might be during the Larry day. Was, Larry, must, Larry was catching them all, I think. Yep, yep. So he had a catcher's mitt. Yep, he you got know, him. He got them all. You know. And then... Um, Let's see. All right, all right. Um, let's play. Let's play. Let's play. Let's play. What does Ron know? <laughs> all right, Ron. In 1973, what was what song 100? 73. Song 100. I don't care about number one. I, I want to know what's number 100. I can't remember. I could go find out easily enough. You okay. want to know what number 100 yeah, is? Yeah, if he sent us no. 1 to 100, he sent us 100, the top 100 song for each of these decades. Don't you think he should know? What a little brat. Okay, 1967, Ron. What what song was number 97? I don't have full recall. <laughs> I can tell you if you wait just one little minute. <laughs> And we will go to 1971 is what you want? 73. 73. 1973. What was number 100 right. on the chart? 1973. This is, this is Billboard. Oh, I don't know. It's only got number one. <laughs> ah. Oh, number one in 73 was, uh, was Tie Yellow Ribbon. I remember that song. Sure you do. I remember that song. I was a little That's kid. Not all popularity. You're so vain. And then we get to, hold on. I think Tony Orlando still performing. Pop adult Contemporary, number one. I, oh, I well, January. Which which month? We're not talking about Adult Contemporary. Uh, we're talking about overall. Overall, number, the, bill, the billboard yeah, I know, but I can't do that. I know. Well, I can tell you the one, Leave Me Alone, by Helen Reddy. Don't even oh. know that one. Okay. That one, 
Um, no, all I know by Garfunkel had the most weeks on 1973. Does that make it the top one? No. No? Not necessarily, no. It's got one, two, three, four. It was four weeks on the chart, which is the most. One, two, three, four. Yeah, four weeks on the charts. But that doesn't make it number one for the year? No. It does not necessarily make it I guess number one is by number one overall I, sales, I guess, of the year. By sales. It's overall. Uh, it, it, it's a, it's a, a, an overall thing. Yeah, that's right. Anyhow. You have just discounted all my hard work from the other day. No, I, I think it's still valid. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It, it's stuff we can stick around 1973, with. 1973, top song. Okay, now, I you still got your homework there, right? You're, you're all that hard work. Why don't we stick around with a couple of questions? What? I don't want to play anymore. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to play? Take your and go home. <laughs> you said that so well. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Oh my. Hundred top hundred for 1973. Tie a yellow ribbon round the old oak tree was number one. Correct. I remember and that. And Walden so. asked for 97. No, I asked for number 100 for 73. Number 100. <laughs> Papa was a Rolling Stone <laughs> oh, by yeah. The Temptations, and yeah, The Temptations they, they, is an right. old group. Oh, yeah. And you wanted number 797. I, I wanted 97, 1967. You're really going out of my way, aren't well, you? Well, I, I, I think a long time music expert. I, don't have, I do not have total recall. Oh, oh yeah. look at this. Go, oh, I'll save this one. It's got all the years. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Don't, don't Patri- worry. Patricia, don't Patricia worry. found a new toy. She found a Ed new toy. Yep. Radio. Ed Bookmark. Okay. All right. Now, what year do we want? I want 1967. 1967. Song 97 on the chart. Song 97 on the chart. One of the classic songs of all time. And on 97? How yeah. do you know that? <laughs> no, the Green I... Green Grass of Home? Oh, Tom Jones. Yes. I did, uh, well, Johnny Cash I, did one, too. That was great. I, I've just been facetious, you know. I, and I believed you. Okay. I don't want to play anymore. All right. How about 1956? Uh, give, give us a top five in 1956. Well, number one was, was uh, Herbert Patel, I think. Number two now, look at cool. this. Okay, we got a problem here. Okay. Um... It's got 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 67, 57. Well, they're all mixed up they're here. Skipped. Hold on. 58. And what year? You wanted 56, 56 right? Okay, that's what Ron started. That's right. That's right. That's it, didn't, it didn't show. It's not on Patricia. It's not here. It doesn't get it. I for 1950. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me. Because they got a couple of them mixed up. 76, 71, 69, 57, 67, 55. They don't, that's the only year they don't have. Oh, man. Somebody messed you did up. It, Walden. You did it, Walden. Oh, about that. Okay, give me another year that they might have remembered. All right, let's, let's, let's go with 1959, the top five, Ron. 1959. Let's see, number one was, um, oh, God. Number two was Nice. Number one. Um, Number two is Max and I. I can't remember what number one was. Shoot. And I've seen it today. 
Patricia, was he right with Mac tonight, number two? Yes, he was. All right, Ron. Oh, but I can't remember what number one was. Can you guess what else number three, four, and five might be? Uh, no, I can't. Okay, it went Battle of New Orleans. Oh, that's... Wow. Mac the Knife. Personality by Lloyd Price. Price, right, Lloyd Price. Venus by Frankie Avalon. And I'm Just a Lonely Boy by Paul Anker. Uh Anker. 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 Anker, right. Canadian. He was was 1959. (laughs) And Bobby Darren was number six. My goodness. He had number two and number six. Yep. If he did anything else. You know, Bobby Darren is probably one of the most underrated singers because he could do rock. Uh, He could do rock uh, and he could do pop. He could do adult standard. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was he could do it all. Yeah, and it, and he did so much and died so young. Yeah. Can you imagine? He was very young. Had he had he stayed with us well, I longer, guess, I think what he, he would have been able to do. I think some of the stories oh. he knew he wasn't going to be around very long. That's why he went ahead and just did it all. I've read that in a couple of places. He just worked. He just wanted to do as much as he could, as fast as he could, because he knew. He had unlimited time to I, do it. There's one good story about him I want to share, and I think it tells the testament of the man himself. The night that Gracie passed away, George Burns' mm-hmm. wife, uh-huh. Bobby there was so concerned that he went and stayed with George in the house. Oh, my. He went and st- he slept downstairs on the couch because he did not want George to be alone in the house with the first Aww. night without Gracie. Can I remember that reading yeah, that Joyce book? Someone said it. In, in addition to being good entertainer, he was a good person. Yeah, he did some really arrangements nice with a big band yeah. that was just out of this world. Okay, Ron. Well, we're gonna kind of scoot a little because this is such well, a I'm, short show one tonight. One more thing. I'm going to do one more thing here. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't. I didn't have a chance to do it last night. Okay. I couldn't get in. I my phone. I got a problem with my phone. Uh, it won't. It won't. It won't let me call out. And I don't know why. I've gotten to Dr. John and Larry about that because I don't know. Maybe they'll be able to answer my question. They know everything. What I did do it. Yeah. Um, but I, I very much agree with you. Pippo the clown was the circus clown was just awful. That was your show last week. And tell me again. You kind of broke up there a little bit on me. Your awful show oh, on Friday. Pippo the circus clown. Pippo the circus oh, clown. Oh, wasn't that awful? Yes, it was. Hippo the Circus Clown, and I found two episodes. I, I think that's all I found. Um, and if I found more, I don't want to own up to it. I don't blame you. And then oh, the my other goodness, one was, that was dreadful. Better. Just so dreadful. Hippo was a circus clown um, <laughs> in a circus that had some really weird characters and some really weird circumstances and some really weird dialogue and a collection of people that covered just about every ethnic origin on earth very very strange really strange and bad i mean it was poorly acted too on top of everything else and the lion got loose and he didn't sleep tonight either the lion didn't sleep tonight (laughs) go to your room (laughs) thank you for calling ron maybe we'll get to talk to you tomorrow but I, you probably will. But I also uh, your other the other show you played in that session was not that much better. And that was which one? That was the uh, the husband and wife uh, couple from New York that weren't very good either. I don't remember what the names were. Tim somebody. Uh, 
Tim and oh. t Tim and somebody. It wasn't very good either. Like it wasn't open, very good either. I'm working on a different computer right now, so it would take me a, a minute or two to I'm come sorry. up with what I what I chose for last week. All right. I'll take your word for it. Awful was awful. All right. Awful was awful, and you were right on target. <laughs> thank you, sir. I shall talk to you tomorrow night. All right, Ron. Be okay, good. Okay, Ron. Thank right. you. Yep, you too. Oh, I, this is uh, Patricia Walden. We have 25 minutes before we sneak out the door. Patricia has places to go, people to see, and things to do. Yes, places to be and see and stuff like that there. That's and what right. Ron was talking about, in case you're out there and didn't know that we do really strange things during the week as well, on Friday nights at 10 o'clock each Friday, I get to choose a really bad show from radio. And, of course, that's my opinion, and I invite people to let me know whether or not I hit my mark on that. But we play the worst shows that I can find that were broadcast in radio history. And some of them are particularly dreadful. <laughs> some are just awful. But uh, it's kind of fun to listen to them because they really are bad. And then I don't get into very much trouble because if I said, okay, this is the best show in the whole wide world, there are going to be people who say, I don't think so. It's Pat hard to argue with some of these. Patricia, they are really bad. Patricia, I have a corner on the market. I have a corner on the market. Yeah, Does anybody right. else do that? Not on the awful show. You're the one that you create new concepts, new strategies, and new stuff. I just thought it would be fun because I had such a good time listening to them across the last few years, and I would save them and put them aside. And I thought, oh gosh, I can't be the only one who enjoys this, and I guess not. No. Hello, Carl. You're on with Patricia. Hey, let's not answer so quick. Because I didn't even hear it ring. You didn't hear it ring? I heard like a half a ring over here, Bob. All I got was a Hang up and let him try again. <laughs> a half a ring. And I thought, oh, my phone's broke. Well. Oh, gee. Well. This is Bob in Wisconsin who has um, a badger in his backyard. Yeah, How I, is my badger? I think he's probably sleeping right now. <laughs> Do they hibernate? The last day. Well, yeah, but I, I think they slow down. <laughs> I, I don't well, all of us do in the middle of winter. They're quite as active as they would be in the summertime. Uh, uh -huh. I have, I have first things first. What? Happy, ha happy New Year. Well, happy New Year to you too. Thank you to everybody. And number two, let's uh -oh. welcome Al in from. New York. Brooklyn. Oh, yes. Al, I hope you're listening. Yep. It was and nice that, to have. That was, that was very interesting about uh, Times Square. It sure was. Who would ever thought you, ha you can't go to the bathroom? Well, now I've got well, a, I thought about that. <laughs> I have a solution for that, too. What's that? That's my, that's my first consideration. Not, what, not go? For, for guys, anyway. That's true. They need a, a piece of plastic tube and duct tape. Well, and where do you use the duct tape? <laughs> Come on, Trisha. Duct tape? You've got to be kidding me. Bob, I thought you were a very smart person, and I had great respect for your intellect. <laughs> Come on. Past tense, past tense. Had oh, great. Okay. <laughs> now, was. now, I think I should... Well, I don't know. After listening to Al's description, 
I think what we should do is pull our finances to go and get see it from some hotel. That sounds like a lot more fun than sitting out there in Times Square. Based on the prices I came up with the other night, we're going to have to pool for a very long time. I know, I know. If I heard him right, he said that if you left, you couldn't get back. Correct. That's and correct. You know what? That's what he said. If you left, how could you ever find your way back? <laughs> with a million people. If you people. left, how could you ever get out? I mean, this, this place is just, oh, my goodness. I got tired just watching it on TV. <laughs> All right. Now, seriously, Bob, you are a very smart person. What would possess an individual to want to do that to themselves? To do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just really don't know. I think it was like he said, they're all from out of town. It's just a thing to do once in a lifetime, I guess. No. Bill, as a matter of fact, has said at different times, boy, I would really love to, to be there on New Year's Eve. And I keep saying... No, you don't. <laughs> you really, really, really don't. Oh, yes, I do. I would love to do that. I would. I, I like the idea of going Christmas shopping down Manhattan just to see what. Oh they, my goodness, yes. That would a, be fun. It's, oh gosh, yes. But gosh, yes. But I decided that the family's going to pull our finances together, or mm-hmm. if we hit the lotto, if we hit the lotto, mm-hmm. it'd be easier to get to rent a floor from a hotel in Times Square. <laughs> What happened to that other program he had going? Jack Armstrong? Yeah. Well, they turned me down. I wrote a big report, and it took me three months to file it, and they turned me down. And Martin's working on another one. We're going to have to do You're right. We'll have to restart the... Uh, no, everybody was donating a dollar. I know. We'll have to restart. No, and I, that's my fault. I let we have to rest- We have to restart. Week, we have to- let, me, let me make a note of this for We have to restart. Because Patricia had the list. <laughs> on Saturday. We'll have that to is restart. Date. Yeah. Also, we need to start taking nomination for the top five. So that's also mm-hmm. a Saturday thing that we're going to do. Jack Armstrong, top five, and two shoes. Hold on. Okay. So Saturday is the 10th. Yep. Okay. Top, top five for what? We're, we're, you know, right now we're running Gunsmoke at. Oh, okay. Gunsmoke, Amos and Andy. Family Theater, Science Fiction, and The Awful Show. So we're taking a nomination to see if we're going to stick with this. Already we've heard some people make some suggestions. So right now we're in the exploratory discussion. And then I imagine we'll put it up, we'll keep taking votes, and we'll wait till the end of the month to decide. And if you can hold on one second, I'll let you know. And some of the new ideas. Okay. Um... Oh, Bob said hands off. You can't vote again. <laughs> Unless you'd like to change your vote. Uh, who, me? Yeah. Yeah. From what? We've been asking for about two weeks, and we asked you when you called in one night, and you said, hands off, everything is fine, leave Gunsmoke, Amos and Andy, Family Theater, Science Fiction, and Awful Shows. Just keep it as it is. Uh, you want to change your vote? Armstrong's out there. Jack Armstrong, yeah, they're still for 200. Oh, see, that, that was a good program. It was. Listen to that. that. Hey, that would be good. We could host Jack Armstrong. Captain Midnight, I used to listen to that. Yes, there's over, over 100 of those. Okay, so you want to change your vote from Don't Touch It to Jack Armstrong? Oh, yeah, yeah Jack Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
read some of the ideas that what people have uh, this, sure. a lot of people we're, are thinking we're talking about about the 10 o'clock 10 p.m. slot 10 to 10 30 and right now we're running Gunsmoke Amos and Andy Family Theater Science Fiction and on Friday the awful shows at 10 30 10 to 10 o'clock 10 p.m. E- Eastern this is all Eastern time yeah 10 p.m. Eastern yeah okay and and, and and the, and basically everybody wants to keep it, we, the big discussion is do we replace science fiction? And people have come up with these ideas that Patricia will read now. Okay. Um, I must be tuning in too late or too soon. <laughs> I think too late. Too late. Did you listen to Bob and Mike? Uh, Bob. I don't. Bill and Mike during the week, and this is the half hour before Bill and Mike come on. Okay. See, I don't get in there until nine thirty. Well, you just better get there at 9 o'clock from now on. The movie's not over by then. Oh, sorry. Okay. Here here are the suggestions, instead of science fiction, to go with what I'm calling a date night with Dan to play a show that corresponds to the day in the month that the show is running on Yesterday USA. So today is January 5th. So if a show were running today, we would go back and pick something, for example, like January 5th, 1947, or January 5th, 1952. We would do a corresponding date. That was one suggestion. Ray in Chicago suggested that the night be set aside for interviews that Frank Brzee did. Ron in Hawaii said Frank Brzee. Walden suggested an Elliot Lewis night, one show that Elias, Elliot Lewis was in, and he was in a bunch of them, also starred in The Voyage of the Scarlet Queen. Was he as good as everything? <clears> Excuse me, he was also Remley on Phil Harris and Alice Faye, so that's, that's open as well. Patricia would like Sam Spade. Chad would like a Fibber show or The Shadow or some other B-level show, not meaning that Fibber was B-level, but that The Shadow might be. And Underscore Bill would like a quiz show, anything except You Bet Your Life. And Edwin suggested a surprise night. But somebody at Yesterday USA say this is a really dynamite show. Let's play this one. Well, so you, those are really some of the suggestions. Like, no, those I'm, are the suggestions like that, that were put out. I left the garage shows off, Walden. That's okay. Yeah, on Saturday we can explain what the garage shows are. I'm sorry, Bob. We stepped on you. Go right ahead. You have the floor. Huh? You have the floor. <laughs> I say, you really, nobody plays to like too many Jack Armstrongs and Captain. That is true. Stuff like that. No, so we, you, I, I, we've so, never had a kid show. So maybe you want kid, kid night. Kids night. Kid uh, night. Well, almost everybody was a kid when they were listening. That's true. <laughs> That's true. If you weren't a kid then, you're probably not around. Yeah, well, if you weren't a kid then, we're probably there now. We've got a lot of kids. So you should, grown up, you, grown should up li- you should listen to a Bobby Benson one night, or a, or a Captain Midnight, or a Tom Mix, or a Sky King, or... Oh, yeah. Any one of those. Any of those would be fine. So okay. I, kid night. So... 
So for Bob, you want to change your vote from leave everything as it is to have a kid's night. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Kid's night. Okay. Very cre- like that idea. We're very creative around here. We're coming up with very interesting ideas. We need an extra half hour. I know. And we need a full hour every week for two half-hour shows each night. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that could be arranged. I know. It's an incentive to listen to the, the pre-show. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, I've, I've got a, 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 a quiz here for you. Okay. Ruh-roh. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. The two-part. <laughs> what did Charlie get, and what did he do with it after he got it? What did, what did Charlie get, and what did he do with it after he got it? Yeah, what? Yeah, what? 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 What did he do with it after he got it? Is it well, Patricia, I'm thinking of that commercial, Choo Choo Charlie. Uh, Choo Choo Charlie and Charlie the Tuna. You're, you're getting hot. And what, what was that? <laughs> with that? With that candy? What? Oh. Were, what were those? Um. And Charlie. Oh, 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 pick me, pick me. Yeah, go ahead. Brill cream and he got the girls. Uh, who? Brill cream <laughs> well, and he got all. the girls. No, it wasn't brill cream. Oh, oh uh, um, um, oh. Brill cream oh, had Charlie. Wild, how, about wild, how about wild root cream? We're in the right pew. Oh, no, I'm sorry, wild root. Uh, wild oh, thank you, Walden. Wild root cream oil. Well, you got me going. You got me thinking. Wild, Charlie, wild yes, root cream wild oil. wild root cream we oil, Charlie. Now, what did it do? It got the girls for him. No, oh, no, it didn't get the girls. Wild Root Cream Oil Charlie. Um, Put the random, random, blah, blah, blah. I think that's sheep dip. Sheep dip? Well, that's lanolin. 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 That's, that's what they dip the sheep in when yeah. they wanted to get bugs off of them, I guess. I don't know. I did not know that. Well, that lends a whole new meaning of what's in my shampoo. <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, what, what, what okay. does it do after well, he gets? What does it do after he gets it? Straighten the hair. Now get wild. It makes, oh, wait a minute. It, it, it keeps your hair in trim. Hair in trim. Keep your hair in trim. Is that what it is? Yeah, keep your mm-hmm. hair in trim. No, okay. After you got it. the wild root, that's I what it, it does. I have a I have a follow up trivia question on that commercial. Oh, I know. A commercial. On the commercial, what the what is the closing theme song that they played in all those Sam Spade shows, and who wrote it? Oh gosh, I don't know. Sam Spade. Yes. You know, at you know the, how bad I am the, on music and stuff. Uh, well, you're gonna we're gonna work on it. This is a this is revolution. This is, <laughs> this this is, is New Year. This is education. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. This is going to be 2015 with Patricia. I'm going to get educated. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Now, I have a stump Walden question it was written, by the way. It was written by a famous band leader from England who was the band leader on the Charlie McCarthy radio show. And he wrote that Wild Wood Cream on Charlie? He wrote the, the closing theme song. Oh, for Sam Spade. Right. You you hear the you hear the wild root cream oil and then you hear them wrap it up with the with the song at the end. I don't know. It was Good Night Irene. 
you know, you know, excuse me, good night, sweetheart. You know, mm-hmm. oh, of course. And that was written by Ray Noble. And he would say to Effie, That's right. Good night, sweetheart. Uh, that's right. And Ray Noble wrote that. And that was the closing theme for that Camp Maid. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, that other one that you guessed when you said Brill Cream? Yeah. That was a little dabble, do you? A little dabble, do you? That's right. Brill Cream. I knew that. Available. Um, I just wanted to make sure you knew. It's <laughs> still available. I'm trying to remember, on Armist book, they had that little song, Dream Girl, Dream Girl, Dream Girl, uh, Beautiful Luster Cream, Dream Girl. Luster Cream. Wait, Luster Cream. I bet that's not in existence anymore. Luster Cream Shampoo. Is that my signal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Luster Cream Shampoo. That's it. Well, some of those, was that, a, cream was that on radio? Uh-huh. And beautiful. That was always the uh, song. Vermont the, Country Store. That was always part of Armist Books. Mm-hmm. Luster Vermont Cream Country Shampoo. Vermont Country Store has it. Wow. Let's see. Luster Cream Shampoo, twenty four ninety five, and some other joint. Um, I still like the idea, like a, like a particularly popular item. Yeah, I still like the idea of getting everybody in Vermont Country Store. I still like the idea of buying the Lux soap and sending everybody a bar of Lux soap and a radio show, of Lux Radio Theater, as a gift some year. Now, Lux isn't this interesting with lanolin? See, you got sheep dip in your head. Um, Luster cream. Yeah. Came in a jar. I did not know that. It wasn't liquid, or it, it was in a jar with gooey stuff in it. And the Vermont Country Store had it for $29.90. Now? Yes. Um, no, it, it, they dropped the price to eleven ninety nine, And I do not know how much. Um, I don't know how much is in the... In the jar, doesn't so, say. I, I think wild root cream will still be made. I think I found them on the internet somewhere. Yes, I think you're right, Roland. That I stuff was greasy, wasn't it? Well, it's all greasy. <laughs> well, if it's an oil, I guess it would be greasy. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to buy it on Amazon and, and in Walgreens. I remember. Groom liquid. I remember. Remember they replaced Sam's Bay to sponsor wild root. Had another detective show, and I'm trying to. And they even used uh, Charlie, whatever, Charles, Charles Roots, or something at the nickname was like a derivative of the product, the name of the, the private eye. Hmm. For the wild group. Yep. Do you know who it was? Or are you just I'm trying to. I'm, 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 I don't remember right off the bat. I'm just. I'm reaching my, in my uh, bag of tricks. <laughs> You have hit your capacity. Yep. Okay. It's early. It's early for me. You know that. I don't get warmed up till after 2 in the morning. You guys had me followed up the other night, too. I thought you were going to be on, and you weren't. Well, oh, but we were. It was we, just late because I didn't play hooky. <clears throat> what happened? I didn't want to say anything on the air, but they threw a big surprise birthday party for John and Larry. Yep, and so uh, last night. So, so I we it was three hours wait. So we came on at one uh, thirty-seven, and Patricia did another two hours and fifteen minutes. And 
I and I thought it's a lost cause, so I gave up. You gave up. Well, I I didn't want to announce anything on the air, configuring the Gasman to have ears, and I thought about recording tracks and put them in the Dropbox, and Kim could play it, let everybody know what I planned, but they, the Gasman could see stuff, so I I was trying to. And well, you should okay. you, you should have seen this invite. Do not tell the Gasman anything. I mean, we were on, you know, Boy Scout honor of the not squeak a word, you know. So I, I didn't want to spoil the fun. Hundred people showed up. A hundred people. Uh, hundred and seven were invited, and ninety nine people showed up. Oh wow, that was a good turnout. Good, good turnout. And Johnny Roy had no clue, because the, bri- the brother just drove around in a circle for forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him last night. He said that it was so quiet in there that. You know, they didn't know what to think. What nope. was going on? Not true. That is true. <laughs> that is the way to do it. Uh, now, you want to know something I'm, else? I'm reading reviews of Wild Root Cream Oil. Uh-huh. And it goes from, um, my mom used the product, and I was no, I thought it was no longer being made, and I'm thrilled that it's okay. My husband, oh, it's, and it's it's lighter than hair oil and has a pleasant scent. Next one is, my husband has been using Wild Root for years. I love the way his hair looks and feels. It's straight out of the commercial. <laughs> I was in my local Walgreens, and I was shocked to see Wild Root hair groom. I have not seen it in years, and I now use it again. It's great, and it keeps my hair nice and neat, and I'm so glad I found it again. This and is really Wal- cool. Walgreens and Now we've got an OMG. Walgreens. <laughs> Thank you for a few stores that still carry this. My grandfather used it, and I've gotten it for him. But this is the best product I used when I was a baby on up. How about that? I absolutely love this product. This is a great find. It's perfect for getting a clean-cut, classy, slicked-down look without the stiffness. The problem is, since it's, it's lanolin-based and not water-based, it's a little harder to wash out of your hair. <laughs> Isn't that a hoot? Well, people are loving it. It's still out there. Well, I just would, if it wasn't so late, I'd rush right out and buy it too. Well, maybe you should get one tomorrow. I mean, considering it's only going to be a minus four, right? How, what, how cold is it going to be tomorrow? Temperature? Yeah. It was, it's about, it's about uh, it was point, point, minus point five last time I looked. <laughs> well, but you're gonna found that off. It's one below. You, you need to go get some stuff, some food supply for the kitchen tomorrow, right? Get what? You go. You're going to the store tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. No, no. Oh. I, I, I got. Okay, I'll have to shovel snow code. to start with. What's ah. your zip code? Because it snowed, so I'll have to shovel snow. What's your zip code? They said we were supposed to get four to inches, maybe three. <laughs> What's your zip code? I don't know if we got that much. Unless it's snowing. What's your zip code? What's your zip code, Bob? Uh, huh? Your zip code. My zip code? Yes. 53508. That's a hard question for me sometimes, too, because I, I don't know what it is. Okay, right now it is two degrees. Two? Well. Two. And you will be minus five degrees tonight. And tomorrow you will have a high of 12 degrees. And on Wednesday, you hit the jackpot with a high of minus six. High on when? <laughs> on Wednesday of minus six. Well, it's still warmer than it was last year. 
what was it last year? Tw- minus 22, wasn't it, Bob? Yep. yep. I mean, well, at night it's going down to minus 12, so you're working on it. Uh, tonight? No, no. Tonight you'll only be minus 5. <laughs> well, you know, cold's cold. I think any time you get below 45, who cares? Yeah, it, it, it's you know, cold. It really doesn't make any difference after that. No. It, this uh, is terrible. This is just terrible. Okay. I would much rather it would be like that than 80 and humid. I don't think so. Oh, gosh. I just, that humidity is just absolutely terrible. Bob, you got to trust me. After you've been here for a while, you don't even know it exists. Uh, don't tell me that. I know better. <laughs> okay. You ignore it. You, 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 so. you notice it. <clears throat> Where, I, had had you lived here for any amount of time? I lived down in Texas for a year, year and a half. Does that mean Florida? Am I light on my geography tonight? <laughs> I don't know, just, you guys. You, you, just, you could, if you got down you on the everything floor, to make me nuts, and it works. All right, family, we need to say goodnight to everybody. We are right up against the wall. Oh, is this at the end? Yes, at the end. This is the end. We'll it's be back midnight, tomorrow. Oh, Thirty oh. seconds before midnight. Well, I thought I thought you were going until midnight. We are. It's midnight. We are. It is Eastern here already. Time. Well, it's midnight someplace. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it's not midnight here. I know. Oh, it's midnight oh, okay. here, and that means it's 10. It's, um... You're not going to switch over to the Blue Network? No. Patricia got to get ready for stuff. So we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's my school night, our day. It's I'm crazy. so confused. I have to go to heart school tomorrow and behave and, and get an A. Yeah. First day I have to go to a wedding. Uh-oh. I have a granddaughter that's going to get married. Oh, uh, congratulations. Oh, that's so nice. Pardon? That's that's really nice. Bob, we got a scoot. We're right up on midnight, and we're on our honor to cut out. Okay. Good night, everybody. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, maybe. Okay. Take care. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's it. I want to make sure we're off. Yep, we did it. All right.